Welcome to the D&D Podcast. Hello, everyone. I am Greg Tito. And I'm Trevor Kidd. I'm Shelley Mazanova. And we are three people who like to play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, also, we also get to work on it we and are talk three about people it. And we were going like to... like to eat dinner. Oh, I, I like to wear pants. Oh. Now, actually, no. I love no. lamp. There's no pants. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> we're going to be joined by a fourth person who really likes to wear pants. And, and play D&D. And play guitars. It is oh. Matthew Good uh, from Canada. He's oh. actually not that far from us. I'm waving for him. Yeah, he's up uh, in Vancouver. In Vancouver. Uh, I'm really excited to talk, about, talk to him about his He's D&D. an award-winning... What? Winning? Winning. What, I just settled. Award-winnowing. I get rid of the stuffy nose. An award-winning musician. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's won awards. Several awards. Won awards. And uh, he's got a new album coming out called Chaotic Neutral, which is really awesome. I've been listening to the last week. Sounds yes. like a D&D it's reference. Really, it's got some good stuff on <laughs> Might it. in fact be a D&D reference. Oh he plays some Dungeons & Dragons. We'll get to the heart of that very soon. Cool. Uh, but what else have we got? What did you guys do this weekend? Uh, I went and watched whales with my mom and my wife. Did Alex. you actually see whales? Yeah. Uh, we saw one. We saw a humpback. Yes. Really? Did it wave to you? Was it like, hello, We Trevor saw his tail several times, so I guess so. Yeah. But there yeah. was no, like, sideways waving. There was no, like, awesome. leaping out of the water or anything. My mom was disappointed. She really expected, like, whales leaping out of the she water. She's going like, to Hawaii to see that. Yeah. We have, saw have that you... in Hawaii. For okay, th- this it's is amazing. the test because uh, I've gone on whale watching twice, and both times the person was like, this is an amazing display of whales. We've never seen this oh, level of yeah. whales before. And I was like, okay, the second time, like it's kind of... Uh, but did that guy say that too when when you were no no, no? So she was like they talked about like this one was named Monarch they went through their their designation for how the whales are numbered and named and not, they don't all that have sounds names sounds really exciting yeah yeah <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't all have names but this one does so this one's seen pretty regularly around the area oh so. it's, and it's named Monarch so yep that's what they that's what they have named oh. this whale well, that's cool that's very cool what did you do Shelley a number of things, I guess. <laughs> what number? Four? Seven. Seven? You know, I, I she wrote baked, another article. I baked, I did, I baked an amazing blueberry cobbler. Oh, really? I wow. have to say, and I'm not like really a fruity dessert kind of person. I'd rather have chocolate. I'm glad you put fruity dessert. Yeah. Than, I'm not really a fruity I'm person. Not, I'm not a like, well, I begged it different. No, I yeah. totally <laughs> don't. the dessert. This thing was rocking. It was yeah. so good. Nice. Yeah. And then did you write an article about it? Is that what you said? No. <laughs> I didn't write an article. No, about she wrote part. one of her awesome articles about the bad parts of being a parent. Just the parts, Trevor. Just, no, just the parts. The, parts. the, the, the actual fair. parts. You're like, here's a chart of what the parts that are involved this in making the babies. The one I remember oh, is, 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 is like is like going into the hospital and like coming out of the hospital and like how you feel and other things that are happening to you because of, of having a baby, right? Yeah. The and your voice is amazing because I don't think I could have normally gotten through an article like that. Unless you make me laugh, Aww. so there's, there's lots of, 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 of now of you're making us cry, Trevor. Like the thing and I just mean like I, I live with a doctor now, so I hear lots of the mm-hmm, unhappy things mm-hmm. that, that go into all sorts of medical procedures. So you had some of that, I've but then there was also jokes, and I was like, okay, yeah. I can do this. No, nice. I've got some gross ones coming up. Oh sweet. So if you oh yeah. This one. Talking about the fluids. The fluids, the lady parts, got it all <laughs> coming up. Nice. I'm excited Stay about tuned. that. Uh, before we get to that <laughs> exciting topic, though, what? we're going <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's talk to Matthew Good about his lady parts. Oh gosh! Whoa. All right, call him up. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hey, Matthew. How are you? This is Greg. Hey, hold on a sec. I'm just trying to figure. Oh, that's my volume was way down. There you go. Oh, ah. that does it. Can we you? hear you just fine. This is Trevor, by the way. Nice to meet you. And this is Shelley. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Awesome. Nice. Where are you calling us from? Oh, Vancouver. You are in Vancouver. Oh. Okay, good. Right across the sound from from us. Greg's waving yeah, yeah, at you. Yeah, right yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, not too far from you guys. I, I, yeah, you're just. Are you like in downtown Seattle or? We are in Renton. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, you're in Renton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I know Washington State super well. So. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I yeah. grew up going uh, down camping like Long Chuckanut and. Oh, nice. I used I went to, to Mount Baker every weekend. And I, w- I went to school up at Western, so Chuck and is I'm very de- near Aww. and dear to my heart. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. Well, I love Vancouver. It's a great city. It's kind of the same city, isn't it, really? Vancouver and Seattle? Yeah. I feel very comfortable when I'm in Vancouver, and it might be because of that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I've, I just moved to the Pacific Northwest like five months ago, so I haven't yet ventured out beyond the metropolitan area. I gotta do it oh, soon. Okay. 
I would yeah. say, I mean, I may insult all of the food truck people here, but I would say Vancouver has much better food trucks. And in general, I have enjoyed their restaurants a little bit yes. better. But yes, good food. Maybe it's just because and I'm have so bored with Seattle food. Yeah, that could be. That's, that's true. Oh, I, I mean, I lived downtown for about 20 years, but I, I live about, I guess, about an hour and a half outside of town now. Nice. Because, yeah, I have, well, three kids downtown. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a bad, always, it's always a bad idea. Kids? Um, <laughs> kids are that's always exactly a bad idea. exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Before we called you, some of our little pre, pre-chat banter. We yeah. Always a bad idea. Shelly's about kids. been writing some columns about uh, the, the not fun parts of having kids. Which is like, you know, just basically just having kids. Because everyone's always writes the ones about like, oh, how it's so great. My it's so awesome. So but awesome. You also got to get ready for the, uh, for, for the hell that is going to, to, to be wrathed upon you. Oh no! Yeah, it's absolutely the beginning of the apocalypse. There's, there's <laughs> you no, have three there's of no them. Que- it's, there's no question about that. My kids are eight, four, and two. Oh wow! Whoa! Yeah, I have a I have a four year old and a two year old too. So I got uh, I got your lower end of the spectrum there. I yeah, it's. Uh, it must be nice having an older one around, though. Yeah, she. Well, yeah. When she when she decides she wants to <laughs> be useful and helpful, yeah. No, but no, of course, you know they're awesome, but. They're a lot of work. You're all, they are. You're all making kids. me feel very good about my decision yes. not to have kids. Yes. <laughs> this, is the first, this is the first time we've had the conversation where I'm like, oh, right. I feel really good about this now. Yeah. Man, your, I love my dog. Right? <laughs> Do your kids have your your musical uh, talents as well? Are you seeing any of that? No, nothing yet, to be <laughs> honest with you. I mean, they bang on stuff. They love banging on stuff. Like, they'll... My do- my my youngest daughter's got a little piano in her room, and my eldest likes to sing. She's got a karaoke machine in the basement, and and my son, he just likes to hit things. Generally, he had a, my brother, yeah. my brother had an old drum set kicking ar- set kicking around, and gave it to him for his birthday one year, and I wasn't pleased with that. Of course, yeah. but he liked to play that. So, but uh, it's a time will tell kind of thing, you know. I, I think just kind of let him, you know do what they're going to do and they all like to sing so you know all right that's good you don't want to force it down their throats right you oh yeah like, you no, must be yeah. musicians because that's like you know a surefire way for them to be like no dad i'm doing my own thing so you don't do like the sound, exactly. the sound of music thing where you line them all up and make them sing before no, they go to bed no. it doesn't work because then they're going to be like oh, Did I lose you? i'm going to be an accountant oh, no, are you there? there yeah exactly oh no you're there yeah. okay good okay yeah no no i that's not exactly i'm i'm trying to work it backwards you know dad this your life sucked. I'm going to be a neurologist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's kind of no. what I'm aiming for. That's right. Then you're like, wait a second, that's the gravy train. Just keep going on that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, when did your musical talents become obvious? Well, it's kind of a split thing because my mom, um, when my brother and I were really young, I guess we were five or so, we both entered the Suzuki program at the Vancouver School of Music for Violin. Hmm. Um, so, and we played, uh, up until we had enough of a voice to go, you know, mom, this is really not cool <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Um, well, my kind of, my tenure really, my tenure ended, uh, my tenure ended pretty much when, um, uh, my, my teacher switched sheet music on me and I had up until that time faked my way through. Because I would go home and listen to my parents' Time Life, like classical masters records, right? And I would learn by ear, and so she basically busted me, and then <laughs> the whole kind of boat fell of you know the boat tipped, and yeah, that was the end of it for me. I was like, no, I don't know. Like, so, but I then it, I I didn't start playing guitar till I was twenty. Oh, oh wow, that is late. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So, and I put my first record out at like twenty four, I guess. So. Yeah, pretty fast. Yeah, though. didn't waste any time. No, no. And that was uh, 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 dovetailing right around the time that uh, Dungeons and Dragons was was big uh, in the in the you know eighties there. Oh yeah, I played from. Well, I started playing, uh, which is funny because I should send you because I have it. I have the original. Um, remember the original number one red basic book with a three hole punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have your. I have my original. Bought it at the store. Oh wow! Um, from 1981. Wow, that's, that's awesome. awesome. 
yeah, I got, don't have all my original AD&D stuff because I, I jumped to that right away, but I, I still have that. And mm-hmm. I don't know how, by luck, I <laughs> was able to hang on to it throughout the years, but I, I have that still. So, but uh, That's no, so cool. Does, I, it, have like, does it have like your notes written in the sides of it and stuff? And, you know, yeah, well, it had a bit, it soda has spilled a bit on of it. that, yeah. but it's, it's, it, it's in actually unbelievable condition for Pretty how cool. old it is. So, um, but how it happened for me is actually we went down to Southern California. My um, my dad's my dad's cousin, Michael Clive, lived there, and uh, he had three boys. And uh, my cousins and my cousin Ian um, introduced me to it, and um, I just I was hooked the mm. second that I even you know the second that I played it, I was hooked, and I came home. And I guess that was probably in 1980. And I came home, or 79, mm-hmm. and then I came home, and yeah, uh, it was something I did, like, on a routine, if not habitual basis, <laughs> <laughs> until the age of, like, 30. That's awesome. Yeah, so what I was, played a uh, lot. What was your, like, first adventures like playing? Because we always hear from people that, you know, when you're when you're kind of getting the rules early, you make a lot of... Uh, leaps of imagination. So yeah, what, what were your games like? Well, it, it was well, it was interesting, right? Because before I started really digging into a lot of stuff, um, you know, it was just simple dungeon stuff. You know, someone would get graph paper, whoever was DMing, you know, and they'd go home and you'd have your dungeon, and everyone would start out at the mouth of the dungeon. I mean, there wasn't even a town involved. Oh, nice. Okay, you know, so you went and, right and into kind of the, right in the dungeon were, delving. Yeah, right into dungeon delving. But the thing about it was is that, like, probably maybe after six or eight months of that, I got really disenfranchised with the entire, like, this is boring, guys, seriously. <laughs> and not only that, as, as someone who was really into history as well, I was, you know, this is, you know, this makes no sense. And I, I didn't, I didn't really, because I had started to read all the advanced stuff and, um, and it's, you know, especially the Greyhawk stuff and some of the, you know, some of the stuff that or all well, a lot of the stuff that like Arneson had published in 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 Dragon and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole aspect of like the social interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really what drew me more into it. It wasn't like combat. It wasn't, you know, it, the rest of that. That was right. just kind of part of like, you know, the tapestry of what made the game great. What made the game great for me was the social interaction between, you know, and you needed a fantastic dungeon master to do it, <laughs> but the social interaction between players themselves and then, and then other people and or, or or anything else. So um, Did that's you... what led me to really um, kind of only really play once in a while and and dm vastly more right because while i i guess over the years i always stuck as far as like an actual game product i stuck with kind of the freelance of greyhawk mm-hmm. you know that was kind of my that was kind of my my thing and i did a lot of extra work on it I think there are a lot of Greyhawk fans out there who are cheering when hearing you say that. So yeah. that's awesome. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, everything from kind of everything kind of from like the Aberalts over to you know the probably the eastern side of the gnarly forest. You know, from the near dive down the Karen Hills down to like the Wild Coast. I mean, really, you could spend. I mean, how much time just in that area? Yeah. Right. It was, and it was hugely fleshed out. So like each each region had yeah. their own cultures, and it was it was yeah. the only that was the problem. The thing was, it was the only bloody part that was fleshed. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So if you wanted to flesh it out more, you could. Whereas if you wanted to go to like the Bone March, I mean, you're just making. I mean, what you got a paragraph in that <laughs> first edition book? Yeah. Of the, oh, great, guys! Thanks. This yeah. is awesome. Welcome to stuff Matthew made up at that point. <laughs> Well, and then that's when Matt made up an entire world and sixteen hundred years of actually written history and no the whole the whole nine yards. Oh yeah, man, the whole nine yards. A friend of mine who's an author who it never got published. He wrote like a sixteen or like a eleven hundred page like novel based on it. And, oh wow. Um, yeah, no, it was quite serious. Um, I ran a, I ran like probably three different campaigns in that in that world for fifteen years. Wow. So is that so, is that what the uh, uh, you know I printed out actually some of these maps. Uh, those maps are that you had drawn. Amazing. Is that where 
Yeah, those, all these were well, set. I got I got ridiculous with that because I did the first one coming off the. Basically, it's the you know it's it it's a kind of a marshland there and and coming off in the mouth of a river. So I did it and I thought you know I was kind of into you know the idea of coming into you know to somewhere grimy first and then mm-hmm. I obviously had that bridge pop off at the end of it and I was thinking to myself okay well you know you've kind of got a gatehouse and you know you're going to go into deeper water and then ended up doing the second half and per, as far as perspective was concerned it was massively bigger and then it just ended up being this big straight bloody line because I hadn't thought about perspective or hills <laughs> or anything like that so I'm going to actually redo the whole thing um, and split them up a little bit because what i should have done first is i should have done a regional like a small regional map first right instead of just on the city yeah and then i'm going to split them up because what i want to do is i want to kind of take um ab again and i want to make that actually more of a river city like coming off a major lake so it's like the beginning of a trade route down that Mm -hmm. river Mm -hmm. which will lead to that actual city at the end of it nice with points in between and it using that river as a split line in a region between go north, you know, pray to God, pray to God you live. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> monsters, kind of, monsters yeah, be out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then everyone's settled south. Uh, where can, I mean, I, I found these maps on your, on your website, but are, are they going to be released as part of uh, the Chaotic Neutral album? No, no, the packaging's already done. It was an idea I came up with kind of afterwards, and... Um, my wife's a photographer, so she's going to actually do high-res photograph- photographs of them because mm-hmm. they're all done in ink and watercolor, mm-hmm. um, right? So y- y- it's hard to look. My iPhone pictures don't really <laughs> get do it there justice. with it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I spent, I spent some, some years trying to master the whole computer you know, cartography thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of programs that, that are that, and but they're hard just, to master. It, well, it's not just that. It feels for me like having, you know, 20, 20 plus years of doing it by hand. I just it I feel disconnected from it in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do it by hand. And, um, you know, but it's uh, it, no, it's something I, I kind of just took on. I thought it would be interesting to do just because of I called the record what I called the record. And, um, you know, and uh, I wanted that I wanted to do something that at least showed you know, that connection to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been very surprised in the press uh, how many people, you know, like, you know, talk, I was talking to the Canadian Free Press and, you know, the first question was like, the guy's like, so I never knew you played d and I was like, awesome. Yeah, like, you know, a lot of people, that's the first question. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so I really, uh, I really love the handcrafted quality of these maps. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. beautiful. They really are. Yeah, I think yeah, they've got this like medieval history feel, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, it really makes me want to like. I mean, even just you describing like, okay, the city's gonna be here, and this is gonna be yeah. where. Like, it makes me want to jump into your campaign. Like, oh right yeah, away. well, that's that's the thing. Like, and the cool thing about it too is is that um, it's I've kind of planned it like politically. I'm gonna make it this thing I've called an echinocracy. So it's, it has no traditional monarchical system or anything. Mm-hmm. Basically why it's called a sinistry is sinisters are basically gangsters, but they're like, you know, in the, in, in the actual tradition of organized crime, they don't want trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. They just want to make money yeah. right. being criminals. Right. So the city's split up between a whole bunch of guys, like say like a council, but they just all kind of agree to disagree on some stuff, but they don't cause each other trouble. But basically, this obviously it's a very large, large place. What these guys do is they run weapons to people who need weapons. Mm-hmm. They are involved in every kind of illicit activity in other parts of the world. That's that's home base for going far, even intelligence. Right. Right. So you can have like, you know, for example, you could have a guild of rangers or a conglomerate, you know, a conglomerate of rangers who, you know, maybe are more so on the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure how the new alignment system allows Rangers to be, but. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're know, on the more chaotic be, good side, definitely. Yeah, they're usually, I mean, yeah, traditionally, but, you know, that, that kind of thing where, you know, perhaps we can, we have some information you, you might, you might need on a particular area or territory with regards to your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And that's why there's an order there, the Keyesian order 
which is basically was founded as a completely neutral organization in, 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 in the world setting that I have. And all they do is document history mm-hmm. and are responsible for like basically mapping the known world and accumulating information on absolutely everybody. Okay, cool. So that kind of analogous to the uh, uh, the Harpers in the Forgotten Realms set. Yeah, basically, bingo, yeah. That's yeah. cool. And so, yeah, yeah these, those guys work with the, the weapons dealers in this in this uh, city, basically, to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they sell information to everybody. Right. Yeah, they sell information to everybody. But the, the interesting thing is, is that because of a, an accord, if, if, you, if you go into the historical part of it, they sign kind of a deal that's a get out of jail free card mm-hmm. because everyone won't admit that they, you know what I mean? Right. So right. they have called, they have basically their own set of colleges everywhere where information is gathered and stored. And then they use kind of sublets, almost like the central intelligence agency would with a special activities division mm-hmm. <laughs> to go out and bugger around and find stuff out for them to do the dirty work. And then they're very all prim and proper about it so, almost like a clerical order but not being clerical yeah right <laughs> right you I mean to tell you the truth if i was to put it in natural like if i was actually to take the game mechanic of like say something like 5e which i'm gonna admit to you guys like i've just tried to read as much online about it as <laughs> I there is a quiz at the end so that's exactly good. <laughs> so i would what i would do is i'd probably actually make that more ma- like magic centric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I think that would fit the mold, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Much, much better. But um, yeah. Um, Do you run? Uh, so I mean, based on 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 everything you've been saying, it sounds like this is much more of like a city based, uh, 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 you know, spy kind of campaign oh, rather yeah. than a like galvanic wilderness. And- yeah. Oh no, that's the that's the great thing. It's just like you know, right outside the front door. It's wilderness. You know, yeah, it's wilderness, and you you go up. You know, like this river is almost, it's almost kind of like, you know, the apocalypse now going, you know, oh, right. that oh, ri- I that, see. That, so this is like the one, the one big metropolis outpost in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind, basically. Yeah. Except it's like in the north set, set basically in the northwestern portion of the continent. A lot like Vancouver and Seattle, I see. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm suddenly getting it all. All this is all coming <laughs> together. Well, now. some, you know, sometimes I, I found, I found over the, like, you know, the decades, especially GMing. The best way to do stuff is to stick us close to home in a sometimes yep. to, to, you know, as far as 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 far as uh, uh, natural surroundings are concerned. That way, you know, if you're playing in summer and then, you know, you can actually follow real time, then it's winter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, right? I've had DMs do that, but I've also had ones that have like completely like, you know, altered their 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 time. And there's like 32 months. And <laughs> yeah, of know, course, different... of course, everyone tries to come up with, you know, the keen calendar. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> makes it that makes it unique. Mm. Hey, try, you know, every, I think every DM tries to do that, especially if you're if you're if, if you know, you build settings. I think that's something you always try to do. You always try to come up with your no- own north, south, east and west. Mm-hmm. Try to call them something else yeah. until you do it long enough to realize, you know what? You're an idiot. Just make it <laughs> north, south, east, and west. That's not the important part. Yeah. The important well, part well, is Well, is it is cool, and it is more realistic that your world probably doesn't have 365 days. It's really confusing to players after a while. It does. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't right? remember I mean, your, your this month is... And I don't remember that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a holiday today. like, like I like, forgot when I one, there's a day between all the months. Oh, like yeah. it's, a, it's a weird thing that you don't, you don't realize unless you go read it and get it stuck in your head. Yeah. But it's like, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, okay, just, yeah, that's just, a little yeah. bit too far from our reality to really well, to have an impact. You know, I mean, and that's the thing, right? I mean, it just, it, it really depends because you run, I think, I think with regards to, 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 you know, running a game, then you, you run the fine line of, you want characters and you want players to delve in to the tapestry that you've created mm-hmm. and for them to understand that and for them to be interested in it. But you have to give it to them on a level that they're going to be interested to it. And the last thing they wanted to be doing is like, you know, memorizing the fact that, you know, you know, there, there's 727 days because there's five moons and, <laughs> you, know, you know, all the, all the rest of it. You, if you can, if you can, if you can give them very much similarities to what they're used to with regards to their own internal awareness of the world, mm-hmm. but then alter those things like, you know, you guys brought in, um, when, 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 when was it, what edition did you guys bring in the Fae? Oh, or we, not the Fae, the, 
the, the Eladrin and the Feywild stuff? Yeah, the Feywild stuff, yeah. That was mostly 4th edition. 4th edition took a big swing at that, so. Yeah, and so, you know, you've got the, you've got things drifting in and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, but that's, that, that's even, that's even relevant on an, on a normal time scale, but see that shifts time. So you can get, you know, that can be, that can be something that, that that's abstract, but if you kind of keep it, I mean, you can change the months of the year. Right. That's, yeah. that's easy enough to do. Or what, uh, what I did forever was I actually just split the year into four quarters. Yep. Right. B- it was business like has I been doing them. that for years. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, be exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much more easier to think about. Four quarters, man. Yeah. The fiscal you know? calendar of D&D. Yeah. Yeah, you're in spring, you're in summer, you're in winter, you're in fall. That's a lot easier for players to kind of get behind too. Yeah. yeah right? right. So it's uh, it's nice. easier to do, but So uh well let's talk a little I I you've touched on a few things that I want to get to before we start talking about the uh the album, but I mean, I feel like D&D like and the, just hearing you talk about it, it seems to have like uh, shaped your your worldview a little bit as far as storytelling and stuff goes. Like you know, can you, oh yeah, can you talk a little bit about that? Like how does that how does that uh, affected your music? Well, I mean, I don't. I think you see the funny thing about it is is I th- I think you know before I was a musician and you know I played I spent like a lot of time uh, role playing and I think during that time I found two there to be two very distinct kind of people mm-hmm. people who were kind of more involved in very stringent game mechanics and then people who kind of the creativity took over more so than the game mechanic i'm not saying you're you not follow the game mechanic but you know people who would you know you know the type of player that will sit there and argue a million years yeah. Over o- o- over some technique. So, yeah. Oh, God. The I mean, rules lawyer. All I have to say to anybody out there who actually remembers this is the cyanist the handbook. <laughs> um, that pretty much should sum it up for you. Yeah. yeah that, the cyanist um, handbook is a rules lawyer's best friend. It really it's, is. it's like, I want to play exactly. a cyanist because look at all the ways I can break the game. <laughs> exactly. It can. It can. It can break you and your mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Literally and, and figuratively. And, and your mind. And so, you know, so for me, it's like there, you know, that having that create, having that, that creative element in there and having that, that kind of a a vastly more personability involved in it, like, you know, from a game, like, you know, from, from being a DM standing back and allowing players to socially develop within any scenario or adventure and not be the guy going, you're, you're trying, you know, you're trying to direct traffic. Mm-hmm. I think is like that's a it's a kind of it's a skill you got to kind of perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, DM, and not every DM has got that skill down. No, no, there's a lot of guys who are just very statistical and very like I'm the DM, and you know I don't got I don't have time for the you know why are you why that's there's no enjoyment mm-hmm. in that, and that's what this game is supposed to be. And the thing about it is for me is I'm you know I'm a huge proponent of role playing games. And especially Dungeons and Dragons, because, you know, the reality is, is that nothing, you know, you talk to kids today, they're like, well, I play this on the computer and I play that and that. And you try to sit there and you tell them, well, I did that on a table. Yeah. (laughs) In my mind. And we and we had that shared storytelling experience that you exactly that is, is is difficult to have on yeah. on, the, on the on the PC. You or know, something like that. in my mind, man. You know, we, we did it in our minds, mm-hmm. and that being and it's so funny because if you remember, I mean, if you remember back in in kind of when you know it was that a lot of people frowned upon the game and and you know that the whole kind of say, you know all that bullshit, you know, say satanic crap and yeah, all the rest. Yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. They didn't really understand the social element of it. And the create and the creative element of it, mm-hmm. and, and it's something that, that it's funny that you just met. I mean, I, I'm you know, in talking to you, talking about uh, uh, you know, being a, a performer and at a concert, I feel like you have that same kind of shared experience with a whole bunch of oh, people totally. socially that you almost do around the table. Like if everyone is is really clicking around the table, it feels like you're creating this mind thing together, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, that, that same experience you can have at a concert too. Absolutely, that's totally. Thank you for there. You go. Why yeah. do you need me Good. here? Mike, Mike you should just Tito. talk. I didn't even. I just connected that right here. I'm talking to you. Nice. Tito, Tito has done stand up, so maybe maybe he's channeling that same f- feeling. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. When, well, when everybody's I mean, laughing at you, it feels really good. Oh. At you. No. Well, it's just, that is the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, and that's what made kept me involved in it, and 
you know, it, it's because it's unlike anything else. Yeah. Except yeah. music. Except music. Well, except music, well, yeah, seems sure. To be, you seem to be the kind of person that likes to bring people together, to have people be the center of that, that shared experience. That's yeah, I know I do. I do. You probably I like throw a, good parties too. So what I'm hearing is I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I'm actually kind of a shut-in most of the time. But yeah, that's yeah. So we need to loop in Matthew on uh, uh, some of our our swings to make make D and D performance art. Yes, we are yeah, going to make it a performance should, art. Should, we have to breed more. I should Chris do purposes. a whole. I should do a whole. Yeah, I should do a whole like, you know. Album just about like kind of the temple of elemental evil or something. I yeah. don't know. Oh my god! Uh, I love you it. know, yeah. yeah. We should we or should do like something in, in yes. conjunction and you know That'd actually be awesome. it'd be hilarious to just do like a parody video like uh, Coldplay did for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. the opera that would be that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm also reminded of all Led Zeppelin's like Lord of the Rings references. So yeah, I know, and the, you know that's why I love Zeppelin. <laughs> it, that was, was, it, it was a big part of it for me too I was like this rocks I was like oh wait that wait that was Lord of the Rings yeah and you're like yeah. that song's about Lord of the Rings too it's like holy crap oh my gosh <laughs> their songs were either about sex or hobbits that's, yeah that's what I, I know it was awesome yeah. if you ever hear Jimmy Page talk, talk about it there's actually outtakes I guess uh, from him and them in the studio and plant singing and he's like what the hell is this song even about <laughs> really he's like what is this about it's about nothing. It's about goddamn trolls again. <laughs> it's like going on about them and stuff like that. Deep, deep but it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just don't see. I mean, because Robert Plant you know, was into yeah. it way more than the rest of the band. Is that why? Like, and I think if the song remains the same thing, he, the uh, 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 his segment, he's got a sword and he's going up a mountain and stuff. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. And all his kids are there. And yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, for sure. Right. There's I a mean, lot for of sure. There's well, a lot of that element in there, but yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. Let's stop talking about their albums. I'm talking about <laughs> your album. Good because segue. Your one actually, thinking. yours, the new one, has, has a D&D reference in the title, so I can't ignore that. It's Chaotic Neutral is, yeah. uh, is, is what you, you said that the title is of the next one. And you mentioned in an interview um, that it was linked to the, the D&D alignment. Um, oh, it is, totally. So <laughs> what does that mean for you as far as, because like, like, psychologically, Chaotic Neutral guys can be you know, all over the place. So why did you choose that for the for the album title? Well, first of all, because well, primarily I I chose it before the material in this record. Actually, only one song survived, but I wrote an entire album before this and I scrapped it. And it had like a twenty-one minute song on it that had like a lot of different kind of movements and there's some stuff. And there were I'd gotten to some places with it where I I couldn't take it any further, so I kind of started it again. But I initially called that chaotic neutral because. It actually completely fit with the alignment description, mm-hmm. and then this new record kind of takes that same path. Like it has elements of like stuff I've done with regards to rock, but then it also has kind of more you know meandering stuff that's you know maybe more vastly influenced by like latter day talk talk records like Spirit of Eden and Lapping Stock, oh, nice. and um, and so yeah, it, it so it worked on both levels and. You know, it's always for someone who, you know, I mean, like I, I'm bipolar and and, uh, you know, it was something I was diagnosed with nine years ago. And oh, and wow. uh, and uh, I, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll never forget, of course, like the first or the second, you know, second edition description of it. You know, lunatics and madmen tend to perform, yeah. <laughs> you know, tend to tend to towards being. You know, chaotic neutral characters. Yeah. Well, also like so, geniuses and super creative types in the real world. It kind of like oh, it, sure. it, it well, lends itself yeah. to that same thing where it's like I'm over here doing it's this, and then suddenly alignment. I'm doing this. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a very broad. It's a very broad alignment. I just, you know, I I don't know. I've if if the, from the times that I've always that I've played, I've always for some strange reason played chaotic neutral thieves. Mm. You know. That's that's a that's an insight into your personality yeah. type around the table <laughs> for sure. But yeah, as long as everybody know. had fun, all right. Well, no, I they were new, but the thing about it was, is like I would always play them like with this kind of like inner nobility, mm. but at the same time, like I'm this old school nobility about them, but without any hesitation with regards to like you know without taking life when it needed to be taken, yeah, or staring someone down when it needed to be when that needed to be done, but at you know, the, but then to turn around and go. You know, some kind of weird injustice is happening in this village, and perhaps we should stick around and maybe deal with that rather than going off and looking for, you know, yeah, gold. 
Chaotic neutral you know? always seemed like the, the the alignment that would be most useful when trying to like overthrow a government that's just like, hey, we, this is just how the government's been done in this town forever, you know. But the chaotic neutral character is like, hey, no, yeah. that's that's not right, and here's why. And the chaotic neutral character is also the ones like, I don't like that, so we're gonna change it. Yeah. To, to, to what? I don't care. Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work to change it. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be better. <laughs> They make great revolutionaries, but after the revolution, they're, they're horrible. Exactly. They're horrible at setting everything like, up. Exactly. Like, I, I can't actually rule, but I will help you tear all this down. We're not builders. <laughs> Chaotic neutral. No exactly. Builds. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you get control of this. Just give me a tavern when it's done. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just want yeah. something that I can call my own. We'll be cool. My reward is this drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. that. So, are there any uh, songs on uh, Chaotic Neutral that have any D and D ties, or kind of that, that I'm fantasy? I'm trying to think if there is. I don't think there. I don't think that there actually are. Or I don't think there's anything in there that actually has any D and D ties in it. No, oh, well, interview over. I should write something. <laughs> like that, though. Yeah, yeah, I should do like a concept album of uh, of of your. It would be. Your, it would be awesome. Your Tomb of Horrors playthrough. That'd, that'd oh be my awesome, God. yeah. Do you need the musical? There we would, know. we we would, the musical. we would definitely talk about that forever. Yes. <laughs> like check out this other album and this. Just other. do it. Just do it all on old modules like Lost Tower of Inverness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be so. <laughs> you get a lot. Of, yeah, you get a lot of hardcore fans. Keep on the Borderlands, track two. <laughs> track two. <laughs> <laughs> like name it after like the, like because you can go through the old books, right? They have like sections of encounters. Sometimes had names or yeah. NPCs. Right? That's all, true. All stuff. That's so you just true. name each song after one of those things. <laughs> I think this this would be a fun game we could have played if you had your guitar instead of word association. It could just be like music association. We name an old module and then you play whatever comes to your mind to represent. That'd be it. hilarious. Oh I, I, and I love doing that like total impromptu yeah. stuff. Like what happens yeah, when I, I say I've the been, boathouse? When I, do, <laughs> when I don't play with a band, when I just play acoustically, uh, uh, one of my favorite things to do is like to make up like what would or could be Jack Johnson songs because they're so easy to play. <laughs> right? That is yeah, awesome. I like it. They just if you throw in something about sandals and lavender, yeah, <laughs> and easy. surfing, it kind of goes over well. Him and so, Jimmy Buffett, you know, it's like, just like yeah, it's, you a, know. it's a good, it's a good thing. But bananas and same thing. Replace sandals with dungeons. Exactly. And then Dude, see this. what you come up with. Or, or you could just take a monster stat block and just start singing and be like, eight hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Chaotic good. Now I feel like we're getting like Jack Black territory yeah. and you're like, yeah. sing this stat block. Right. Cast sleep. <laughs> Walk in through water deep. That rhymes. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was awesome. We're gonna we're gonna hit the road. Yeah, we're gonna hit the road. We're gonna start our own band, and we're gonna. Can we open yeah, it's for you? A, we're starting a family <laughs> band, and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, On this podcast, Speaking we're making of it happen. Family, are are you going to or have you played D and D with your your at least your eight year old and your four year old? Maybe. I've tried to. Well, they they kind of. I mean, they've watched me map, like because I have to map at the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So I've been bumped and and whatnot, and my daughter comes over just like so dad how's it going <laughs> you know and and stuff and i'll be explaining stuff to her and my son thinks it's really cool he's like so the red ones are where dad where people stay oh cute <laughs> it's like that's where people stay right so right do they do they drink there <laughs> i'm like yeah son that's where that's where that goes so that's a tower right <laughs> nice he sounds like you he's know. ripe for oh yeah he's the kind of he's, he's got ready. the imagine yeah he's got the imagination i'll just do it so I'll get him into it eventually. Yeah, which will be which will be strangely bizarre. You know, actually that was a double one. Oh, anyway, but it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just said the same thing twice. That is okay. Which will be weird. Because I made your old man, yeah, DMing your game. You know, so son, are your friends coming over tonight? Or are we like, are we are we good to go or what? <laughs> I'll give them lots of gold. Don't worry about it. They'll totally exactly. get the XP they need. Yeah. I'm sure, based on the stuff that I've heard, that if your son gets into D and D, him and his friends will want to come over and play in your campaigns. Because yeah. I'm like, I want to play in your campaign. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah. I, I guess I'm not a teenager, but guess what? When I was a teenager, I wanted to play in people's campaigns too. Yeah. So they'll be the chaotic, well, chaotic neutral rogues that you, that you need. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, that uh, my wife has been on. He's, she's like, she's like, you know, you don't. Most of your friends don't live, you know, which is ironic because I was born and grew up here, but. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, most of your friends don't live here. They live back east. 
everyone that works with you lives back east and da 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 da. She's like, maybe you should like try to go online and see find some people and start a game. You haven't played in like properly in years and yeah. all the rest of it. And I was kind of like, so yeah. Supportive. I love and then that. I was kind of like, yeah. And you know, well, what's she gonna say? She's your, you know, she, your wife's obviously gonna go. You know, <laughs> let's see. Stay home, you know. Well, not like I'd go anywhere. Right. I guess if I was the kind of guy that'd be like, I'm going out with the boys. You yeah. Know what I mean? But you know, it's just kind of like, but. Yeah. You know, well, there's it, lots of resources now for doing stuff online. I mean, I think that's the biggest change that's happened in D and D. Well, now that I know you years. guys, I'm just gonna well, play with the bosses. There we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna play with the brain trust. Forget that. Just take a train down. We'll you totally get you uh, get you hooked up. Yeah. No. I mean, that's you know that kind of thing, and then we can we. Can, we can discuss some issues that need to be changed. Uh, of course. <laughs> that's the first, rule. That's... This whole, the first this whole tabletop figures thing. I don't know what's going on there. What, you Minions? mean like like, figure, like figurines? Yeah. 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 Those yeah. are totally optional. Yeah. The whole combat system. I yeah. think someone yeah, needs to answer for that. <laughs> uh, oh, what, what's, yeah. So you, you're, you're a big proponent of just theater of the mind style. Yeah, yeah, well, kind. I to tell you the truth, I'm not. I'm not against. I'm actually not against it. <laughs> he just wanted to. He just wanted to troll us for a little bit. Yeah, he just yeah. I just wanted to twist the knife a little bit. Well, there. in it's, the current, no, it's fine. In the current edition, you don't have to use miniatures at all. Yeah. So, but we do have some beautiful ones. We do. I, <laughs> oh I no, like, yeah. Hey, listen. I, you know, I, I remember. You know, I mean, I had friends who played Warhammer and 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 mm. stuff, and and you know, they, I'd just be like, wow, like wow, this is this is insanely, and you know. An entire Bretonian army, and you're just like, and you, you know, when did you start painting this when you were 12? <laughs> <laughs> they did the same you, care with you're the... 34 now, so like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just like, you know, wow, it must have taken a while. That but takes dedication. Uh, just yeah, like no, I, the maps. Do they come you know? pre-painted? Yeah. Did they, can you, can yeah. you get them, or are they oh, all gray, usually? We, uh, we have a couple of partners. One of ours, uh, 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 Force 9, has these large resin uh Unpainted. Unpainted miniatures that you can paint. And we have a lot of stuff up uh, about artists in the building who are uh, we're doing. The recent one was a, a dragon that looked amazing. We saw it from its complete gray blankness to go mm. from, like, textures and the gold hoard underneath it. It was really beautiful. Oh, nice. But you can buy uh, nice. uh, 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 the miniatures um, in, a, like, a randomized box that are, are pre-painted and have colors on them. Yeah. WizKids oh, cool. also, has, also has some non-randomized stuff, too, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like them just more as uh, uh, just visual storytelling, you know, like, like have you know a mind flare? You you, you can describe yeah, the mind flare. I like flare, to see what I'm up against. And then you actually physically. Oh yeah. Like, Here's the guy yeah, that you're fighting. Sure. This is what he looks like. For sure. Most. I mean, to be quite honest with you, the last time I can remember anyone being attacked in an enclosed area where I could use, you know, an actual tiled landscape, mm -hmm. it was Reagan was in office. <laughs> um, you know, that's wow. that's for sure. 1988. I, you know, it's kind of hard to do it when you're like in a gully, you're you know when you're fighting you know hobgoblins in a gully. Yeah, it's like, kind of kind kind of hard in that kind of a, of a terrain atmosphere, but you know yeah. or hit and run stuff. But you know it, uh, you know that it depends. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because I I, I you know I, I go and I develop stuff, and now I'm very intrigued to go and like you know obviously. I'm a completely new to things like the Dragonborn and and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it'd be really interesting to try to do something with uh, like an entire world that incorporates. Yeah. Now, yeah. now explain why All there are dragon that. people in your world. And where do they come mm -hmm. from? Yeah. Where do the dragon people come from? Also, the tieflings are an interesting little wrinkle in there too. I love that like whole demonic influence. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, on, oh yeah. On, on human character, and what that means for for psychoanalyzing your 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 D and D <laughs> D and D villains. No, that's, you know, but the thing about it is, is like, you know, it's, I, I think that, you know, that stuff's easy next to, you know, next to, you know, running anything like that. I mean, the most, the craziest thing that I think that had been produced or really has been produced, you know, besides the aforementioned science handbook is, you know, Planescape. Mm. That was nuts. Yeah. I, I am love a fan Planescape. of Planescape. Yeah. Yeah, and that was nuts. And what was why am I is Sigil? Right. Is that map is Sigil? Uh, yeah, Sigil is is the city. The city of yeah. doors, is that what that is? City of doors. Yeah. I and love that whole idea. Oh, it was fantastic. It was one of the craziest, coolest things that has yeah. ever been 
like officially done for for D anD D, just because there's so much weird stuff that goes on there. You have all these different planar creatures that are just hanging out, and they like some talk in symbols, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it was like basically symbolism in D anD D form. Yeah. Which I loved. Like have you know entire psychological people, you know, and they're living in a different area, and that's how they act. You know, the whole the whole modern thing, and how like they're all about order and, and things is. You know. And Torment was cool. Planescape Torment was awesome because you could go through that game and not fight. There were ways to do things that, like, like yeah, yeah. The video it, game. it felt yeah. really role play heavy. It felt a lot like I mean, yeah. it, was, it was one person. It wasn't like a group of people. It was like playing. It was like it was like there. I mean, you could go through the whole thing like you were playing Mister Riven, mm-hmm. just not on a computer. Yep, absolutely. There are a lot of psionicists too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Using the psionics. <laughs> By the way, psionics. again. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going back to that. It's just because... So did you ever you know. get into uh, a D&D or, or any kind of other style of video games? No. No, I never I never really did. I kind of missed that whole... I missed that whole thing. I think I played Neverwinter Nights for a little while. Okay, yeah. The, that, the... That, that, was, that was pretty cool, but then, it just wanted, then I was just kind of like, okay, hold on a sec. Where the hell am I? You know, I'm on the computer playing, and I'm like, this has got to be Farron. <laughs> so, and then I've got, I got off the computer and I was like, okay, it's in, it's in the realms. So let me go check out. Cause I don't understand where this Neverwinter place is. So I had to go look that up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and da, 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 da. cause the only times that the only time I'd ever played in the realms was, uh, uh campaigns, you know, um, centered around the general water deep area. So, um, you know, I, uh, so yeah. And then I just, yeah, I lost interest in the game cause I was more interested in, Reading lore. up, reading up about what's going on around there. Right, it's, it's a cool idea. So, a true DM, you know. You, so, you and got... you guys have made that. The, yeah, I know it, it's it's just in my bones. <laughs> so, have you guys? You guys have made that is now the the default setting for for five e. Uh, it's it's like Forgotten Realms is is one of the ones that's probably most well known by our fans at this point. So we we stick to it for just like the basics. Like I think the Pantheon in the back of the player's handbook covers the Forgotten Realms God along with other gods. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the default language we refer to Forgotten Realms. Uh, But the the core books themselves are pretty much absent of, of most, um, most setting stuff. There, there is some reference to, to, to give some ground to some of the things that are there, but it's, it's pretty light. Like when you go through the elves, like the Kaganesti and the Sylvanesti and that kind of stuff. Those are like, mentioned, but it's more as like, here's a framework that you could use. Oh, okay. Or you could use, you know, change it up for, for, for based on, on You could just on go to like Sylvan is. and Wood and, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, actually, okay. you would love the, I'm, the, the new Dungeon Master's Guide because it basically is, a, uh, the first half of it is a big tool for world building on like how you can create your own setting uh, yeah. uh, based well, on Well, I just so. tried to buy it last week, guys, but the store down here didn't have it. What? Jerks. That means yeah, we're sold out. That's good. We're... They didn't have that. Yeah, exactly. It's good It's good news. Well, we, we can, yeah, they is, didn't is have that or the player's handbook, and I wanted to buy them both. When the when fourth edition came out, I hadn't played, and I was just like, I was in a store, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I actually bought them to read them. <laughs> like, I just want to read your bad. books. Yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to read them. And then um, I went down there because I knew that I'd be talking to you guys, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get all schooled. <laughs> and then I ended up, the only thing I could get was the starter set. Yeah. And I flew through that first book in about 10 minutes, and I was like, okay, there's nothing. I mean, like, there's some core dynamic stuff that's changed around a little bit, but. It's still pretty much very similar to when, to when you were playing. Yeah, like if, if AD&D is your game, because that was where I really cut my teeth, uh, it feels really familiar to, to AD&D yeah. for me. And so. It's. I mean, the new edition takes a lot from a lot of the other editions, but it always yeah. has felt more like AD and D to me than any other. Well, it's a good thing you know uh, uh, the people making D and D because we yeah. might be able to get you a book. Greg Tito, yeah, or two. Well, Greg Tito you know. may, in fact, send you some books after we're done here. <laughs> exactly. Like some T-shirts for stage and that stuff. Was, oh. I was actually yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Let's do that too. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be more awesome. Yeah. I think really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's uh, you know, I. It it I want to get into the whole kind of thing because I know that you guys altered, um, I know that you guys altered uh, uh, experience now, right? I mean, you get to a certain point and then people or characters choose different paths. Uh, yeah, usually that's like at first level you kind of have a choice. Sometimes in like third level, uh, for most of the classes you get a choice of some sort. Like, oh look, now you're going to be this kind of rogue or that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it just helps you. It. it it helps make you different from other people. Helps you know make make instead of it being like a prestige class back in the day or something yeah. like that. 
or, or it's just a diversification. Yeah, yep. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right on. Yeah, and there's a lot of choices. Yeah, I want to check all up. that stuff out. Well, we will make sure you can do that, and we will totally we'll, we'll go through our shirt collection because there's got to be some shirts we can. Get are to. you coming to Seattle on your tour? No, I'm not right now. It's just Canada. Oh, Canada. So, but it is in Vancouver. You're gonna be like a bunch of shows in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah I got I got a couple in Vancouver. I know it's a short there's, drive. there's, there's two that. shows. Two shows in Vancouver. Oh yeah, hell yeah. We'll Come meet up, you though. in Bellingham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, spent a lot of time in Bellingham. Boundary Bay. <laughs> my dad used to take us down to Bellingham and throw me and my brother's a deep sea diver, of course now, but. Uh, uh, he used to take us down to the dock in Bellingham and throw us off the dock and go, don't come up till you have crab. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. we, we freed over for crab. Oh That's awesome. No way. And, uh, yeah, we'd come up and same with, we'd go to say at Larrabee State Park mm-hmm. and uh, do the same thing there. We just free dive for crab there. That's and, crazy. Now, now my brother does it in Alaska. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, he's a commercial diver in Alaska and, and uh, and uh, and nuts, because who the hell would do that in the winter? No. I don't know, man. For yeah. twenty years, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, did you ever play with your brothers and your in your family when you were growing up? No, my brother got into it. My 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 brother got into it a little bit, mm-hmm. but not so much. But I had like really close friends that uh, you know that that's like was our big thing. Yeah. So you know. Um, and uh, then over the years, met a, like a like a pretty big cross section of people. Yeah, you know, I like mean, I was like say twenty five, and I you know one guy, one guy in our group was like in his forties. You know, at the time, as I say this, being forty four now, but you know he was in his forties, and you know it was, so it was a very diversified group um, by that time. But 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 then again, by that time, I was you know, uh, you knew a lot of people and, and that kind of thing. And then you knew what kind of player you were looking for. Yeah. Cause if you're going to put that kind of time and work into it, you know what I mean? You didn't want to yeah, run no. the risk, run the risk of having, having things fall apart. And that's one thing that we've, uh, uh, recognized a lot in the making of the books here too, is that the dungeon master's guide has a lot of information on like player types and how to appeal to different ones. You know, you, you already mentioned like the rules lawyer and things like that, but there's also, you know, ones that are instigators that always wanted to push things forward. It sounds like maybe you were, if as the chaotic neutral uh, uh, person wanting to change things. And uh, yeah, no, oh yeah, but as a DM, I as a DM, I no, never, never. Uh, it's for me, it was always about flow. Yeah, but like all, yeah, you know, I think the one, the one of the most important things with storyline is, is that you have that through thread, but there has you always have to have outs. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like if, if you if, if let's say you you know you, you've had, you've had a party just come out of the wilderness and 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 they've done something they've accomplished and they've coming back into any kind of settlement or town or whatever, but then they decide to take a U-turn off you know where you had like you have to be prepared for about everything. That's true. And yeah. then I, I've never been one that's been so I'm going to put an obstacle in their way to guide them back to where I need them to be. Mm. You know, I'm not a railroader. Good. No, it's got to flow. Yeah. That's a thing. And that's for me with regards to settings, everything's got to be ready. Yeah. It can't just be parts. So, uh, are you ever going to reach out to your, uh, your, your old, uh, gaming cohorts and tell them that you have a, an album coming out that's references, uh, your time together playing D and D. Well, I probably, I mean, there's something they, pro- they probably, a lot of them probably already know, but you know, I mean, the hardcore ones. I mean, my friend George lives in uh, where he's where he's in South Carolina now. Oh wow! And uh, and um, I've lost track with a couple. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, to be quite honest with you guys, all the press I've done up here. It's I mean, I was on CTV News and they showed the map on like, nice. CTV News and I was like, she's asking me about it. I'm like, yes, yeah. you know so that's always great getting like um you know mainstream news coverage people you know dorking out about stuff i love that it's happening more and more yeah well i know it's that you know the thing about it is too for me it's like i hate that you know for me i've always hated that i've always hated the whole dorking out ass for the geeking out even though i use that in that bloody post which i i I now resent doing (laughs) oh no it's just like that thing right i mean it's just like you know (laughs) You know, I've you know I've been in I've been in music for twenty years, and you know 
people would have never guessed that, you know, in my past or, you know, that I do and I'm interested in it. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. It's kind of like I'll never forget that, you know, the, the interview that Vin Diesel did. Mm. And, you know, he got asked about it. You know, how many people would think Vin Diesel played? Right. Know? And then he, you been, know? I mean, he's been waving that flag, you know, ever since. He's just oh, like, totally. Yeah. Why, why, why not? Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what? Why not, man? And I think that's, that's something that, you know, right. Like, you know, 20 years ago, people would have maybe held a little bit closer to the chest if you were a public figure. But now it's, uh, it's so much more of a, 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 a badge of pride, you know, it'd be like, Hey, no, I played this, I've been playing it for years. And it's, it's, it, you know, as you said, you're, you're a proponent of it now. Oh, well, it, not, it, you know, for me, and I've always been this way about it, like going back to what I was saying, it's, you know, it's imaginative. Mm -hmm. Anyone can sit at a game console. The work's done for them. You know, yeah. I mean that that there is that a there is an aspect. Yes, you get to control it, and you get to look at something that looks really cool. Yeah. But the imagination from it's robbed. Yeah. Your imagination, your interpretation of of it is always going to, no matter how well I spell it out for you, no matter how well I describe the fact that you're, you know you're walking through, you know, a forest with little underbrush, and there's a light dusting of snow, and there, whatever. Mm -hmm. How you see it's going to be different than me, and th that. You know, that it just I think that stimulates the human mind far more. And yeah. that's the gift of it. Yeah. It really we you know, that's what Gary and you know Dave did. Yeah. Almost uh, uh I don't think they even realized what they were what they realized were stum it. stumbling across. But yeah, no, it really did yeah. open up this these, these worlds for people. Uh no. so this is gonna be a horrible segue. But speaking of opening up worlds, <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot. I mean, I I know a lot of people down here in the U.S. are not super familiar with 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 Matthew Good and his music. Um, so yeah. this podcast might be you know some of the first time that people would be hearing. Is uh, do you think Chaotic Neutral is a good entry point into into your discography or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know it's it, that's a it's it's a tough thing to say, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't even know how many records this is now, like thirteen or fourteen or something like that. But um, sure, there's different points you can jump in. You know, I mean, people ask me that question all the time. Obviously, this record, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> like, know, no, 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 don't start Avalanche with this one. Is, Avalanche is always a good place. You right. know, and that's, that's 2003, though. So, you know, it, it, you know, Hospital Music's good. That's 2007. Beautiful mm -hmm. Midnight's 99. It kind of all depends. Nice. So all right, is, well, this is this is the place where I say get it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just buy the <laughs> just, buy the entire just, library. I think exactly. We'll, just listen to it from beginning to end. <laughs> so chaotic neutral comes out the uh, September twenty fifth, which is going to yeah. be a week after this podcast goes live, if all things go correctly. Right. So we're going to tell yeah. everybody to go pick up that one first. Yeah. Uh, and then go from there. Um, but yeah, there's okay. definitely you, people should should search you out on the YouTube's if they want to get a quick listen for your sound. Uh, because I think uh, yeah I think there's some stuff on YouTube and it's on Spotify and it's yep. you know it's all on the uh, US iTunes store. Yep. I've been really kind of lucky because the guys who kind of head up that particular division of Apple ended up being like fans of mine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, I've 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 gotten I've gotten gotten gotten, gotten kind of lucky with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. well, when Hospital Music came out in 2007. You know, they uh, made Born Losers the, the you know, the, the, tra the whatchamacallit track. And, you know, I ended up, I think that record in the States debuted on iTunes at like number six on the alternative chart or something yeah. like that. Mm, so nice. I'm not complaining. No, you know? yeah. So. Hey, we, we, we get that uh, that that love from Apple sometimes, too, where they're like, oh, yeah, we're D&D &D fans, sure. Yeah, it's, it's always awesome oh, yeah. when you're working oh, with you somebody guys, and they're like, oh, by the I, way, I'm a D&D &D fan, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh, sweet. I don't have to like, explain nice. all this stuff to you. Yeah. I'm now, surprised. There's, there's got to. There's no way the three of you combine pay for anything. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, true. Really, we just walk I mean, around. Yeah. Uh, uh, just walk around. Kind I'm of like going, a yeah. I'm basically like a rock star. Yes. Just so you know, like everything just I have. Kind of lean against a counter to sue. Uh, yeah, lean against the counter to you know at, 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 at a furniture store. Wizards yeah. of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast. Just put, Coast. On, just put it on my on our account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I need this yeah. new kitchen table yeah. to play D and D. Oh, here we <laughs> yes. go. So you, you, you like Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now yeah. we have an in in the music business, which is even cooler. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. In Canada. There you go. In so, Canada. You know. 
We have an no, we got to get that. Next we got to go we start. We got we got to get like a super league together, like which of course I would be the least popular oh, member of. But whatever. <laughs> we, whatever. we we need to get like you got to get you got to get Vin Diesel on board. Absolutely. And like the, for we need a super game that you yeah. guys can film that you guys can film. Well, we have something like that we've been doing. I don't know if you've been following it. on Pax Prime. We do the uh, uh, live D and D game called Acquisitions Incorporated. Uh, but it goes. It was what Trevor was mentioning a while ago, where it's that same feel, where it's D and D played live in front of you know three thousand people, and uh, then streamed in front of seventeen thousand, and then people. streamed right. So <laughs> it, you get that kind of feel of like, okay, this is group storytelling like en masse. Oh, Very that's cool. awesome! Yeah. So yeah, we would definitely love to get you involved in that for sure. Oh, and, yeah. and the, the live D and D is is something we're really into. Yeah. yeah. No pressure, you know. To, I'd have to, I'd have to, yeah. So, honey, I'm just going to go down to the States and <laughs> yeah, do yeah. this thing. It's, or, it's work, yeah. I promise, it's work. Yeah, totally it's, work. it's for work, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You can play a bard character and just, you know, strum, yeah. your, strum your lute the entire time. Exactly. Well, see, that's the thing, right? Now you're just getting back to the old school first edition bards, which, of course, the most powerful player class. <laughs> they really were. They're really good in the new edition, but I wouldn't say they're the most powerful. They're good. In the first edition, they were the most. Oh, yes. In first, they were crazy. Yeah, because it, it was like yeah. really hard to beat, right? Didn't you do mm-hmm. like a 16 in like every single stat or something? Yeah, it was nuts. And then you had to do, it was basically multi-class player or three-class. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah, the multi-class, right. which is, that was your, your With, negative. With like no right. drawbacks at all, yeah. right? Yeah, they were like, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. What, the elf was always my favorite in first edition for that reason. Because it was like, fighter mage, no, no drawbacks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get to be two classes. Exactly. Yeah, I can do it all. Plus, I got pony ears, and people dig it. <laughs> 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 nice. All right, cool. Well, we gotta we gotta get you down to Seattle at least to play D anD D at least once. We'll we'll make it happen. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. And thank you, Matthew, for joining us. I wish we had thanks. more time because you've been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, but we will definitely me. have to talk to you again sometime soon. You know, I'll. Uh, I'll bother you guys quite a bit. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be fantastic. And uh, I'm on oh board. Oh, God, Goods emailed us again. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, he wants more books. He's going to run D&D for his entire, uh, uh, t- uh, you know, all the roadies on the tour. <laughs> <Right. Nice. laughs> that's the way to do it. That's the, that's the way to make the tour go fast. Uh, I know sometimes people go out drinking, but tonight... We're gonna go play some D and D. We're gonna go drink exactly. in, in a tavern. In a tavern. <laughs> in, a, in a proper tavern. I'm gonna rent, build, a, rent a proper tavern and make it work. Exactly. A tavern. Awesome. Okay, cool. well, I'll let you guys to it. Have a fantastic afternoon. <clears throat> you too. You man. too. Thanks again, Matthew. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. Thanks for you having too. me. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, that was a lot of fun. That was. Matthew was pretty awesome. He is pretty awesome. He knows a lot about D&D. And his I, maps. You got to look at those maps. Gosh. Yes, everybody. Like, So the name of the city is uh, Abilene, right? Uh, Abagon. Because he pronounced, I think that's a G. Oh, it's He Abigail. pronounced it Abagon, and I was like, oh, okay, yes. good. Uh, totally different. And it's a very cool like triptych of like the two, three different parts of the city. Looks amazing. I know uh, he was saying like, "Oh, look, it's all linear. It sucks, but no, it's pretty amazing." If you get, uh, if we get permission, we're gonna definitely put these on the website where you're downloading this podcast right now. Yeah. So and go if, to dnd.com, check it out. That's dungeonsanddragons.com. Yeah, sorry guys, dungeonsanddragons.com. Uh, and if you're playing a D and D campaign, I would definitely steal one of his city maps. Oh yeah, yeah. If I steal, I mean, I mean, use it in your campaign. Don't try to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he be clear about stealing as a. Yeah. Chaotic neutral uh, uh, thief. I think he'd be totally cool with you stealing it. Uh, I think he'd be totally cool with stealing something back from you. <laughs> that's probably also true. <laughs> so don't take his maps unless you want to get something stolen from you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's no the moral deal. of this story. But no, seriously. Hopefully, all, all our Canadian fans uh, know, know Matthew, and they're like, "Oh my God, that was amazing." Yeah, and then um, all of our U.S. fans are gonna be like, "Oh my God, I had no idea about Matthew, but now we love him." Yeah. I love him. And, and all of our Brazilian fans are gonna be like, "I, what's going on?" Yeah. You guys, why why don't, why don't you why don't you do this in different languages besides English? <laughs> why don't you? Fair question. Like, and we're sorry to you, so we're now going to be speaking uh, in port- Portuguese. Oh wow! Yeah, the rest of the way. You, maybe the only, maybe you will. That's the only Portuguese <laughs> word I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I mentioned uh, dozendragons.com. You can check us out there. We're also on uh, Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Wizards underscore D and D. That's right. The letter um, D, the letter N, and the letter D. Hmm. This podcast is brought to you by the letter D and D. And we're also on Tumblr. Check out our Demon yeah. Weeks that are going on there. Yes, everybody seems there. to be loving the Demon Week content, so go check that out. Mm-hmm. New Demon every week. Tumblr.dndwizards. This week, this is week. It, or is it um, D&D? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm testing you guys out. You don't Wizards know. D&D. Wizards D&D.tumblr.com. Yep. Check it out. 
and uh, uh, it's it's got amazing uh, stuff on all the demons from Rage of Demons, which is coming out right now. Yep. Out of the Abyss is out in stores. Check it out. Is out in stores now. It it will get out to all like bigger stores on the fourteenth. So your 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 core hobby stores have it now. And if you're listening to this now, it's the eighteenth. Oh crap! So you already have it. I keep forgetting that this is the future. This is the future. Uh, We're talking to you from the past. Everybody can have it. It'll be great. Everybody can grab it. It's awesome. We're going to be playing it uh, more and more in the office. Oh, and I have to mention Sword Coast Legends. And Sword Coast Legends is also because coming Because that's going to be the 29th close. We are of September. Close. And that, I played that and help people play it lots at PAX. So. Yes, we, we facilitated a lot of playing of that game. The game is awesome. Yeah. Also, there will be some Rage of Demons content for that coming soon. Check and them out. And if you pre-order now, because even yeah, when this comes out, you can be able to pre-order, you will get the, the Rage of Demons DLC for free. So go do that. Right. Check them out at, at Sword Coast on Twitter um, and as well as SwordCoast.com. I'm done with plugs. Plugs, closing up the plug bag, except Dad. I'm at Greg Tito. You want to make sure if you no, follow okay. me. Everybody follow I'm Greg. At Greg, at Tito. Greg Tito. Hey, hey, listen, I'm not even going to put myself out there. You guys wow. you guys know how to find well, me. Well, you kind of are like the, the, the D&D Twitter guy, so it's kind of like you already did. It's true. Just throwing but, it out there. But God, why are you going to make me feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> We've had an emotional ups and crests see, and falls. Did you see I tweeted you? I like wrote something to you. Today? Uh, just now? No, it was... Probably during PAX, oh so you probably didn't see it. But that's like a big deal for me to actually like do yeah, something I saw, on Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw that Shelly Moo was I back. I did. It. I did see that Shelly Moo was back I, on Twitter. I oh, you're back, Trevor. Shelly Moo, everybody, you can go I, harass yeah, her. Yeah, I love to lurk. At so Shelly Moo, yeah. don't yep. follow her because she's a lurker. Well, I want to follow you though, so yes. Tom, I have to know who you are so I can follow Absolutely. you. Absolutely, you. That was like the most mom thing you've ever done. That where you're like, I tweeted at you. <laughs> <laughs> did you get my tweet, did you little see, boy? I don't know how long it takes to receive a tweet. <laughs> I sent it a couple weeks ago. It should get there soon <laughs> if you haven't seen it. That's nice. a grandma. On that note, <laughs> oh my God, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> thank, we can Bye. do voices like that all yeah. day. My pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. You're the best. Bye.